0: Richie Callender, how are you, mate? Good morning, Brittany. Good morning, Bulldog. And uh, listen, (laughs) don't think that Rachel's not getting a little cut. She'll be getting a service fee to osmosis when he goes to the stud. That's all the way through. But, yeah, Brittany, what you say is right. Um, It doesn't even – no one turns an eye now, whether it's Rachel, Cathy O'Hara, Michaela. We're a lady on. Molly Burt yesterday almost won one on Friday night. We had the pre-apprentice school only a couple of months ago. There was 14 or 14 females.
1: Now, Rich, you were bang on yesterday on this very station when you advised caution about backing Amazing Eagle at seven bucks in the Magic Millions, and then it got rolled. Oh,
0: look, uh, the, the, I thought it would win yesterday. And look, let me, uh, let me just say, I thought it was an outstanding run. Um, big difference for young horses. He trialled at home, and he only had to walk out to the, uh, the barriers, and he was awesome. Yesterday had to get on a float go across town a node it was at home yesterday and when it when the gates opened and amazing eagle missed the start um I thought he did an amazing job he over raced did everything wrong yet he still held a couple of nice ones at Bay to run second the winner goes good don't dare give up on amazing eagle yet I thought it was a very good run but yeah the, what I said yesterday morning was bre they trying to tip us in to seven dollars into the uh in the uh, magic millions and I said it's the reason that the boys in the trading office have a Christmas party uh, in New York, and uh, the, the boys on doing the TV have a, a Christmas party at the local pub.
2: Hey, mate, before we get on to what happened in Perth last night, which is just one of those, yep. I don't know, hour and 15 minutes in racing that we was absolutely incredible, what else did you like out of Ramwick yesterday? Anything catch your eye? Like, a lot of benchmark racing yesterday. There's going to be that at this time of year. But was there something there?
0: Well, well, let me just say about that, Marini. and you're right. It was like half black last meeting, but we used to have ten of these. Yeah. Now we have one, maybe two a year, because of the way we um racing just Wales have reshaped our carnival. So it was outstanding. Uh look, I think Grabini, very nice horse. Um Gerald Ryan, he bypassed the big dogs. He bypassed the Ingham. He bypassed um uh, the other two million dollar race and he said, Right, let's just set our targets, get through these races it won the Golden cup now it's won yesterday it's a nice horse you'll see it again and a horse called Kerwin's laying bows out almost two million dollars to his owners and credit to John O'Shane his owners retiring the retiring the horse still while he's racing in great company to start before he ran third or was it fourth in the in the Ingham he goes out 100% sound so I think credit to them and uh, I think that there's a A couple of nice horses going forward from the meeting, uh, which include Boston Rocks. But I want to mention a bloke, get much publicity, a bloke called Gary Nixon. He trained the last winner on Friday night, and he trained a winner yesterday in Felix Majestic. He's a good bloke, Gaz. Only a small stable at Warwick Farm, and two winners in two days is great credit to him and his staff.
1: Rich, what did you make of Ollie's last three rides at Ascot?
0: Well, I've been around a while. Things like that don't happen. They're not supposed to happen. No one allows you to have your last three rides in what's been an incredible career, and you go bang, 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 and ride three in a row, including the feature. It was just, yeah. And the worst thing was at about the 300, I thought, oh no, he's going to go, he's going to go out on a horse that doesn't go out, doesn't get out of a pocket, and he looks unlucky. But the horse just sprouted wings. Um, I think he showed his his championship qualities. I think he's if, for if Victoria, or maybe some people say he's the greatest of all time. Great jockey. Legend in the top three for me. In my time, I still think Darren Beeman's the best jockey I've seen. But it's Damien Oliver's weekend, and what a legend he's been, and uh, what a way to go out. It's you, you can't write that. Three in a row.
1: Now, Rich, we're getting close to Christmas. Everyone's in a good, happy mood, and we're all a bit buoyant, aren't we, Bernie? Because holidays are coming, and we can exactly. generally unburden ourselves at this time of year if we've said things during the year that we don't particularly mean or stand by. So, Richard Callender, here is your chance right now to say with David Warner, who posted 162 days ago, I got it wrong with my criticism of him.
0: Well done, David, for playing uh, for Pakistan, uh, helping you once again, uh, as they did a few years ago. And you know what, Bulldog? I cheered him when he got his hundred. But that's not the point. As I've said before, and Bruni will tell you in radio and in newspapers, if you write columns for two years and no one clicks on them, should you keep getting opportunities to keep writing your columns? Rupert wouldn't keep you there, Bulldog, if no one was reading you week in, week out. That was what we I think I said. But I criticise his performance because he shouldn't have been there. But I congratulate him on his 160. And unfortunately, uh, he, he didn't go so well last night. I think he's got more opportunities than a lot of other cricketers have got to stay in the team when he, he's formed, probably didn't deserve.
2: Well, see, the, the, I said it earlier in the show, Richie, I hate this. He answered his critics line because oh, he averaged 25 in three years. If he doesn't have critics, then not one person on the planet is doing their job
0: as a sports writer. It's the stupidest thing. In, it's the stupidest comment in the world when they say, oh, the critics are eating humble pie and all that. So if I tip 37 losers in a row and then I come out and tip a winner, Everyone should just shut their mouths? No, they're remembering the last 37 dud tips. Unfortunately, I've never been in that category. But um, it's been, look, he's been a great cricketer, there's no doubt. You'll get his farewell, and we will we will move on. But uh, my sporting highlight, can I finish on that? Yeah. The greatest story in Australian sport <coughs> this year, I think, in the last decade. And I don't think a lot of people appreciate it unless you follow sport full time or the World Game. But for an Australian coach in Anne Postecoglou, to be the Tottenham coach and then for the Tottenham stadium to be singing Love and Big Ange" instead, that's the greatest memory for me in 2023.
2: Uh, you know what? You're, that's really Hard good. That's a a good one. And i tell you who's eating humble pie, Richie Callender. It's my (laughs) co-host who's been bagging Ange for the last two Sundays, and now they've won two in a row since last week. Go Go big (laughs) Ange.
1: So you're the one. I'm with you, brother. I'm (laughs) on your shoulder.
0: Bulldogs, it's the greatest story of all. It's like the Dolphins last year. Ange is playing without any depth, but in this window coming up, he's about to get some depth, and he'll make a charge, and they will finish top four in the Premier League and be the greatest success story of a coach in his first year. Go, Ang.
2: Good stuff. Hey, good on you, Richie. Thanks, Rich. Hey, have a great Christmas, Richie Cunningham. Thanks for everything you've done this year, mate.
0: Have a great Christmas, Brenie, Have a great Christmas, Dog. If you're listening, Ray, everyone's thinking of you, mate. Have a great Christmas. And if everyone's out there, make sure it's a safe Christmas.